0: At Life Action Camp, we understand the struggle of connecting as a family. With cell phones, busy schedules, and constant media and entertainment, it seems impossible to connect with our kids. We've been there. We've found creating a space for our families to meet with God changes everything. Come to Life Action Family Camp for a week of life-changing truth, a beautiful beachfront, and loads of fun activities. Visit LifeActionCamp.com to learn more. Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures.
1: You are mistaken, sir. I
2: am not. Mount Man Joe could totally win in a fight.
1: Against Jack's sheer size and muscle? No way.
2: Ah, but Joe is nimble. Nimble. It means. I
1: know what it means. It's just a weird word. You're
2: a weird word.
1: Look, let's think about this logically. Jack and Joe are in a fight. But and...
2: logically, they never fight. At least, not with fists. Well,
1: then let's say they've entered a friendly martial arts competition just for fun.
2: I can go with that.
1: Okay, so. Ready? Joe nimbly rushes Jack, but what then? The man is immovable.
2: Not if Joe knows his pressure (laughs) points.
1: What, like the Vulcan neck pinch? Yeah. Those aren't real.
2: Maybe, maybe not. So, Joe gets Jack's pressure points.
1: (gasps) Not so fast. Jack blocks with (sighs) his massive arms.
2: Joe gets the pressure points in Jack's arms. Now he can't use them.
1: Well, then Jack breaks out the beard food. (sighs)
2: beard foo?
1: Little known fact. When he needs to, Mountain Man Jack can control his beard like a third arm.
2: He cannot.
1: He can! He gets Joe in a chokehold.
2: Oh, okay, okay, that's enough. If we're not making this realistic, what's the point?
1: Says the guy who brought in pressure points. Look, there's JJ. He can settle this.
2: You just think he's going to side with you.
1: No, I don't. JJ, hey!
2: JJ! JJ!
1: He's going to the mess hall, but nobody's in there right now.
2: Maybe he didn't hear us?
3: Terrence, Piper.
1: Hold on a how second, are Albert.
2: JJ,
4: are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine.
1: You don't look fine.
4: Well, I am okay,
3: so just drop it. You don't sound fine either. <sighs>
5: Would you guys just JJ? Yes, Mount Man Jack. Just wanted to see how you were doing. I was sorry to hear about your granddad passing away. I've been there. It can be tough. If you ever want to talk about it, you can just come to my office. Thanks, Mount Man Jack.
4: I'm fine though, really. I just want to be left alone. Okay, then.
5: Hang in there, okay? Okay.
1: J.D., I'm so sorry.
4: Yeah, man, we didn't know. It's because I didn't want you to know. I didn't want to make it a big deal, and I don't want everyone feeling sorry for me. Sorry, man. We just want to be here for Thanks, you. really. But I don't want to talk about it.
6: Hey there, Terrence. What can I do for you? Nothing. Just wanted to talk. Well then, talk away.
2: I'm kind of worried about JJ.
6: Oh yeah. I heard about his grandpa. It's one of the hardest parts of life, losing people. He'll get through it, though.
2: I'm not so sure. He's taking it really hard. He's always going off by himself.
6: Well, sometimes people need a little space when they're grieving. Just let him sort through this. We'll keep an eye on him for you. Okay.
3: Yes, he must have been very close to his grandfather to be affected like this.
1: Yeah, I never really knew my grandparents. The ones on my mom's side, they died before I could walk, and I don't even know who my other grandparents are.
3: All my grandparents are quite well, and my love for them is incalculable. I can't imagine what he's going through. I've never lost anyone. Me neither. Do you think about it often, Piper? What? Death.
1: Albert, you're like nine years old. Death is the last thing you should be thinking about.
3: But I'm also a scientist, Piper. Death is a natural part of the biological cycle in all creatures. Why, did you know a housefly has a typical lifespan of only 28 days? And as you just recently turned 14, as an American female, the years you have left approximate to- Albert!
1: This is a depressing conversation,
3: And as a Christian, I would think we should think about death often.
1: What? Why?
3: Well, besides Satan and sin, isn't death one of the three critical things Jesus died to defeat? I guess. And since we have eternal life through Jesus, won't the infinitely vast majority of our lives be spent in eternity after death?
1: Wow. I guess I never thought about it that way before.
4: You have to do that here. What? Throwing that ball? I'm all the way on the other side of the room. I know
2: what you're doing. What? I can't even be in the same building as you? You're just waiting around to talk to me. Ralph's in his bunk. Think he's waiting around to talk to you too? I'm just clipping my toenails. Fine, I'll leave. Wait, but- What, conveniently finished with your ball?
4: Leave me alone, Terrence.
6: Didn't give him his space, did you? No
1: all right everyone supper's over you have free time for an hour and a half and then back to your cabins mountain man jack's campfire story starts in 20 minutes hey terrence where are you going are you skipping the campfire tonight
2: no save me a seat i just wanted to run back to the cabin to get my sweatshirt
1: okay see you there
2: Jay? You came here to talk to me. I just came to get my sweatshirt. Honest, I'll leave if you want me to. No, you don't have to.
4: Are Are you okay? Obviously not. Look, man, I'm sorry for how I've been acting. I've been upset, and I've been taking it out on you guys. Dude,
2: we understand. Your grandpa was important to you.
4: He was basically a second dad. When I was little, man, we do everything together. I'm even named after him.
2: Really? Yeah, we have the same first name. Which is... I know JJ is an abbreviation for your first and middle names. It's... It's Jehoshaphat.
4: (laughs) Seriously? I mean, if that leaves this cabin, I'm coming after you.
2: Okay, okay,
4: my lips are sealed. Anyway, he was a Christian guy. You would have liked him. Always trying to share with people about God when he could. He spent a lot of his time doing that. Even if it meant sometimes he did that instead of spending time with me. Did you know he's the reason that I came here? Really? Yeah, I didn't even want to come, but he met Jack and Joe. Thought they'd be a good influence or something. Well, I think he was right. I guess. I just, I just can't believe he's gone. This past week, sometimes I think about him, look forward to seeing him on the weekend or something, and then remember, he's not there anymore. I'm so sorry, man. It's just, it feels so final, you know? I don't think about this stuff a lot, but it's it's scary. What was he thinking when he died? What did
2: he feel? What will it feel like when I die? Are you up for listening to Mount Man Jack's campfire story tonight? What? I don't know. Why? I overheard him talking to Ranger Sue about it at dinner. I think it's one you'll want to hear.
5: The story I'm telling tonight is called Jimmy and the Carnival Fantastic.
1: Is this another story you found from that journal?
5: Nope. This one is from an obscure 1980s Danish animated film. What? Joe gave me the movie. I'm cultured. Anyway, let me get to the story. There once was a kid named Jimmy Portman, who was the son of the wealthiest man in town. Jimmy's father owned something called the Carnival Fantastic, largely considered by critics to be the greatest carnival in the world, which is why his dad was so wealthy. Now, the carnival pretty much stayed in Europe, and with Jimmy living in the good old U.S. of A, meant that his dad was gone a lot of the time managing the carnival overseas. When his dad was gone, Jimmy was looked after by the family butler, Perry. Now, Jimmy had never seen the carnival himself, but his dad had built a miniature model, you know, a replica of the carnival, which he displayed in the front parlor of the mansion. That model was elaborate and expensive. There were a couple of rules surrounding that model when Jimmy's dad was away. Like, don't touch the model. And don't play in the same room as the model. But, sadly, one day, Jimmy didn't follow them rules. Jimmy scans the
7: field! He's
1: looking for an opening! He sees Amy, who's clearing away, running right for the end zone! He makes the pass! <gasps> Wasn't that the... Uh-huh. The one you're not supposed to? Uh-huh. I just remembered, I have to go... Do something. Somewhere else. See ya, Jimmy!
8: Oh, my dad is gonna kill me! Oh, I don't know, Master Jimmy. He might just leave that responsibility to me.
5: Perry didn't end up punishing Jimmy, or making him call his dad. But before long, the guilt got to Jimmy. He couldn't stand knowing how disappointed his dad would be. Not just about the model but about Jimmy not coming forward and confessing. So, eventually, he made the call to his dad himself.
9: Hey, Jimbo, how are you doing, son? I'm, I'm okay. You sure? You don't sound too good. Dad? Yes, son?
7: I, uh, I broke the model. I see. I'm so sorry. It was all my fault. You told me not to mess around in the same room, but I did it anyway. I threw the ball too hard in it. It, it's gone. I know I don't deserve it, but please, please forgive me. I'm so sorry.
9: Well, I can't say I'm not disappointed, son. You disobeyed me, but you came clean and you accepted responsibility. I forgive you. You do? Yes. Perry told me about the model days ago.
7: He, he did?
9: (laughs) I've already paid to have it replaced. It will be as if nothing ever happened.
7: Wow! Thank you, Dad. I'm so sorry about all this.
9: Son, you've already given your apology, and I've accepted it. Don't keep beating yourself up. Okay. While I've got you on the phone, I have a little surprise for you. Really? Yes. Very soon, I'll be back in town, and I'm bringing the carnival with me.
7: You are? But I thought it only traveled through Europe.
9: Well, not anymore.
7: That's... That's great. When did you say? Soon.
9: I can't reveal the dates yet. (laughs) The press would have a field day. okay. And, Jimmy, there's more. I've sent some tickets ahead to Perry. They're for you and for your friends. Anyone who wants one may have one.
7: Whoa! But aren't they, like, normally hundreds of dollars?
9: Hey, it pays to have the owner as a father.
7: All right!
9: Okay, Jimbo. I've got to go. Tell your friends, give out the tickets, and I'll see you soon, okay? I love you.
7: Love you too, Dad.
9: So long, son.
7: So long! Harry!
1: Whoa! Is this legit? Yeah!
7: It's a genuine, authentic ticket to the Carnival Fantastic. Wow!
1: And this is the one you're always telling us about? The one your dad runs?
7: Yup. The greatest carnival in the world. Wow! What you got there?
1: Hey! Give that back! It's mine! It's
7: okay, Nathan. I've got more. Austin can have one if he wants. This is a ticket to that carnival you're always talking about? Yeah, the Carnival Fantastic, the one my dad runs. Uh Uh-huh. You make this on your home computer or something? No, it's real. Sure. You can keep your ticket.
1: You can have it. He said he's got more.
7: No thanks.
1: You seriously don't want a ticket to the greatest carnival in the world?
7: It's not real, Nathan. Wake up. What? It is too real. Yeah? If it's the greatest carnival in the world... Why have we never heard of it from anyone except you? You can look it up, Austin. Where? On a searchopedia page you wrote yourself? There's articles out there if you bother- No, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen your dad either. I bet you don't even have one. I bet you're just making this stuff up to feel better about yourself.
8: Hey, knock it off!
7: It's okay, Nathan. Let him think what he wants. There's still a ticket for you if you want it. Keep it. You guys have fun playing make-believe.
6: Man, don't listen to him. What he said about your dad?
7: It's okay. I feel bad for him, that's all. He'll be the one stuck on the outside looking in when the carnival gets here. Besides, I'm sure there's plenty more people who will actually want a ticket.
1: Sorry, Jimmy. I'm really busy with sports this year. I got volleyball, track, and I'm taking karate most nights. I think I'll just be too busy to go. Well, who else is going?
2: Nah, thanks, man. But my family already has a carnival we go to every year. Al's Roadside Thrill Park over by
6: I-80. think we'll just stick with that one.
3: No thanks, Jimmy. We just got a new puppy, and he knows she needs a lot of attention. I'd hate to leave her.
6: Parents just bought me a new Game Station 1080 for my birthday, man. It came with Armor Quest V Oblivion. <laughs> so my schedule's pretty much shot for the foreseeable future.
9: Maybe later.
1: Why do I even need a ticket? Shouldn't it just be open for everyone? Sorry, Jimmy. I can't support something that's not
6: all-inclusive.
7: I can't believe so many people are just turning these down flat.
1: Well, I'll be there, man. Me too. From everything you've told me, I wouldn't miss it.
7: (sighs) Thanks, guys.
1: So, uh, it's been a couple months. Is your dad coming soon, or...? I don't know.
7: He said he was coming soon a couple months ago.
1: Okay. He'll come through, won't he, Jimmy? I mean, has your dad ever let you down before?
7: You know, he hasn't. You're right, Amy. I'm sure he'll be here soon. Hi, Mrs. O'Neill. Is Nathan home?
1: Oh, I'm afraid not. I thought you knew. A bus came by earlier. It was the official bus for that carnival you guys are always talking about. What? Oh, yeah. I guess it finally came to town. He handed in his ticket and got right on board.
7: Whoa! Okay, see you, Miss
1: O'Neill. Bye, Jimmy.
7: Here's Amy's house. I wonder if she's heard. Wait, there she is. And there's the bus.
1: Amy, wait! Oh, hi, Jimmy.
7: Is this really the bus to the Carnival Fantastic?
5: It sure is. Okay, wow. I know. All right, little lady, I've got your ticket. Go ahead and take a seat.
7: Okay, thank you. Here's my ticket.
5: Uh, Jimmy, right? Yep. Sorry, son, not your time yet. W- what Yep. Yeah, sorry, I've got a specific schedule to keep, and you're not scheduled to get picked up yet. But, but
7: all my friends have gone on ahead of me. I want to go with them. I know, I know, but
5: rules are rules. Uh, don't worry, I'll see you when it's your time
7: okay.
8: Why the long face, Master Jimmy? Did you know the carnival was finally in town? Oh, is it? No, I had no idea. But you know how your father loves surprises. He's already
7: sent a bus around to pick up people who have tickets. I tried to get on, but the driver wouldn't let me. He said it wasn't my time yet.
8: Ah, yes. I've heard about your father doing things like this on tours overseas. Really? Oh, yes. Adds a bit of mystery to the whole experience. You never know when the bus will arrive to take you away from your everyday to the most fantastic place you've ever been. Exciting, don't you think?
7: If you say so. It's giving me anxiety. And why is that? Well, what if the bus doesn't come for me till it's real late? Who knows how much fun Nathan and Amy are having without me? Who knows how long it'll be before I see them again?
8: You know who knows? Your father. And don't you forget, he's a genius when it comes to fun and excitement. He's got a plan, mark my words. You just have to trust him. Now, who could that be? Pick up for one, Jimmy (gasps) Portman. It's time. It's time. All right. Congratulations, Master Jimmy.
5: Ticket, please. Here you go. Thank you. Everything looks in order. Get on board.
7: Thanks. Whoa. Look,
1: there he is. Jimmy. Hey, Nathan. Dude, this carnival is everything you said it was and more. It's so huge. It's like it goes on forever. I can't wait. Did you guys
7: ride all the rides yet? I want to go on some with you
1: you kidding? There's no way we could go on all the rides already! There's so many! And we gladly go on any rides again with you!
7: Great! Hey! Have either of you seen my- Jimmy? Dad?
9: Jimmy! It's so good to see you, son. I missed you so much. We're finally together
5: now. That's all that matters. The Ant. Anyone care to take a guess at what any of this has to do with Jesus? J.J.? The carnival is heaven, isn't it? That's right. See, one way or another, if we've had our sins forgiven by believing in Jesus, we'll get to go to heaven someday. Jesus, he'll either come back and get us before we pass on, or like most folks, our bodies eventually give out, and we'll pass away from this world into the next one.
1: But that passing away sounds scary.
5: I'm sure it will be, a little. something none of us sitting here have ever done before. Maybe it'll feel like standing in line for a roller coaster you never went on before, or building up to that first drop. Or maybe it'll feel like your first time repellent, where you just gotta let go, trust the equipment, and let gravity take you. But one thing about death is different for us believers. We got the promises of Jesus. But how do we
4: know that's what happens? How do we know there's really a heaven?
5: Well. It's true, we've never been to heaven or seen it with our own eyes, but we have people who have been there to tell us about it. They wrote what they saw and heard in the Bible. And we just take their word for it? Well, the Bible is the word of God. God inspired and spoke through all its writers. It's all we have to go on. But that's what faith is for, JJ. Faith in Jesus. Faith in what he told us through his word, the Bible. The Bible says faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. Jesus told one of his disciples, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. In Philippians chapter 1, when Paul talks about what he thinks God will do in the future, he uses words like, He's certain. He fully expects and hopes. He's convinced. Can he see the future? No, but he knows God. He's seen God work in his own life. And he has faith that God will do what he said he would. God has promised us that Jesus has defeated death and that he's gone ahead to prepare a place for us in heaven with him after we die. That's our great hope. That's what we put our faith in.
2: So you really think my grandpa's in heaven? If you knew Jesus like you say he did, then yes, I do. And that means I'll see him again someday? Again, if you know Jesus, then yes. Huh. I hope you don't mind me asking, but do you
4: know Jesus? I, I guess I'm not sure. I mean, how can I know a guy I've never met or
2: seen? Well, I mean, you do talk to him, right? I've heard you pray before.
4: Yeah, but that always felt more like, I don't know, a ritual or something. Something I just do because I'm supposed to. I don't know, man. You'd say you know
2: Jesus, right? Yeah. Well... What does that mean for you then? Well, I know I'm a sinner. And because I accepted Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, God has forgiven me. And because of that, I love him. And I obey him like the king he is. And yeah, every day I talk to him in prayer. I rely on him to provide for me and to guide me through life. And I get to know him more by reading and learning more about his word. (sighs) That doesn't sound like me. Then I don't know, JJ. I don't know.
8: Where? Where am I? Jehoshaphat Townsend. Welcome. You're an angel. An angel, yes. Don't be afraid. I hold here the Lamb's Book of Life. I... I can't believe it. Actually, I think you can believe it because your name is written here within. Yes. Which means this gate is open to you. Welcome home. My Lord God, I present to you your child, Jehoshaphat Townsend. Oh, the Lord! The Lord Jesus!
9: I... I'm not worthy! Come, you who are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world.
0: Death can be a hard thing to think about, but if we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Bible says we have nothing to fear. In 1 Corinthians 15, it says, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? And in verse 57, it says, Thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus says in John 10, I give them eternal life that they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Do you know Jesus today? Have you received his free gift of eternal life? If you haven't, or you're not sure, talk to someone older than you who loves Jesus, like maybe your parents, your Sunday school teacher, or a pastor. Thanks, Megan.
6: Well, that's all for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. To experience more fun from the world of Basecamp, grab a parent and visit us on the web at lifeaction.org basecamp, where you'll find books, comics, coloring sheets, and more. To hear more episodes of Basecamp for free, download the LifeAction app and select the Kids tab, where you'll find all of our audio albums. Basecamp Adventures is a presentation of LifeAction Ministries. Jimmy and the Carnival Fantastic was written by Evan David and directed by Evan David with sound design by Carter Warren and Hugh Duncan. Our vocal talent included Matt Fredericks, Evan David, Melissa Hankins, Anna Nelson, Samuel Loving, Abe Kraus, Cameron Herklotz, Carter Warren, Phil Kraus, Tom Mathis, Tom Sullivan, and Ty, Hudson, Bailey, Donnie, and Christy Vanker. Our creative directors were Matt Fredericks and Evan David, and our executive producer was Aaron Paulus. We hope you'll join us next time for
0: Basecamp Adventures. Share your love for Basecamp wherever you go. Visit lifeaction.org/basecamp to find stickers, backpacks, and more from the world of Basecamp. Whether it's a gift for someone else or something to make you smile, you'll find Basecamp gear to be almost as much fun as the stories. Head over to lifeaction.org/basecamp to see the whole collection.